Bond, I need you back. I never left. league podcast the league versus quantum of solace i'm matt derson i'm your host john hunt and with me to my left is henerolismo medrano as i like to be um, the hero of this movie thank you very much for all the support thanks for coming on we are continuing our carousing through Craig, or whatever the hell we call this. <laughs> Careening through Craig. Careening through Craig. Caressing Craig. Craig. Yeah, caressing Craig. Clay Inferno caressing Craig. <laughs> Wait, what? Did I say that out loud? I thought you were Generalissimo uh, Moderano. Very play, That's play. right, Excelsior. Ah! Well, whatever we're doing, we're going to do the, the second... Daniel Craig, James Bond movie. It's called Quantum of Solace after a short story that Ian Fleming wrote back in 1959. It has no bearing on anything whatsoever. Yeah. It just sounds kind of cool. Yeah. It doesn't but, uh, have anything to do with a secret organization. It has to do with like a, him overhearing a story that someone's telling about a couple having a bad relationship or something. Huh, I that? can't remember. I used to know, but that's that's going to be like as anybody who listens, which you're not, should get by now that I don't remember anything. John doesn't remember anything. Yeah. He remembers Rosario Dario. But you do remember as Robocop. The two of you guys do remember everything. And so you remember uh, nothing and everything. At the well, same we remember time. everything that's yeah. not important, but like right. up to a certain point. Yeah, all those jokes are like 30 years old. Yeah, you I can remember that stuff, but I can't remember. Like, I just watched this movie three days ago. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> so. Well, the interesting thing about this movie that I will lead off with here, this is a sequel. It is like a direct sequel, literally like yeah. an hour or so after the last one. It gave James Bond enough time to change his suit from the last movie into a suit for this movie. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, wait a minute. Like literally, is that the same suit? Because he's wearing a very nice suit in the last. I love shot. the suit in the last movie. That he's he... got that huge gun and yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't realize suit. it till like maybe, I don't know, the second time I tried to watch it for like us or like maybe when I watched a few uh, YouTube videos that he's actually leaving Mister White's place. And that's what the car chase is at the beginning. I mean, yes. if you want to be a dick, you can. Apparently, where he's going and where he was is about a five-hour drive in Italy. But I don't know. Who cares? Unless you're it Italian. Even, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe it is a five-hour drive. Maybe this yeah. movie takes place five hours afterwards. Sure. Or the, but that car chase, the opening car chase, which is very intense. Like Maybe they drove like 30 miles. I mean, we don't know. They're driving super yeah. fast. Yeah. So, like, so. maybe it took only three and a half hours to get there. Maybe. 
Yeah, I mean, I could, whatever. The point is, it happens right after the last one. And yeah, like there's an intense car chase, which you can't even tell what the fuck is going there on. There is, yeah, to... there's some <laughs> some crazy uh, editing issues going yeah. on. Sorry, I keep getting texts from Mrs. Uh, What's-Her-Face that I'm married to. <laughs> Elder. You can't even remember? Elder. See, I told you I can't remember anything. <laughs> I mean, anyway, yeah, it's the editing in this movie and all the action scenes. I, I'm going to say... It it calms down as the movie goes on, but these first couple of action scenes, it's very yeah. difficult. Like you just, I think what they were going for was giving you a sense of chaos, so you can't see what's going on. You're just getting like, whoa, 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 whoa. how did he get that thing jammed from the side of the truck into the thing? Well, who's shooting the thing? Why is it? I think that's the feel they're going for. Yeah, kind of like but a I, frenetic. I, I can't say I like it. I can't say I like it either, uh, as far as that's concerned. Like it's like, I think. We're used to maybe seeing stuff since 2008 that's more like, you know, even though him beating up those guys in the elevator was very much like the Daredevil stairway scene. Like, or that, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier. There's a Winter Soldier yeah, scene in the elevator. That one, very, yes, yeah. yes, that one too. So, like, yeah. we're used to seeing stuff like that. Um, but, like, most of the action scenes are kind of cut in a way where you, you're not showing off like exactly yeah. what they're doing, and it's kind of a little jarring. It, yeah. Because, not in this scene, but later on, Daniel Craig is doing most of his own stunt work, but they're cutting it in a way that you, it, like, they're, you, they're not highlighting that. Wow, right. yeah, it's kind of weird. But, you can't because, tell. Because, you know, the editing, was, which was the style at the time, because of <laughs> the Bourne films were like this, right. or... Right. Liam Neeson climbing over a chain link fence in 75 shots, you know, that, that famous thing. <laughs> but I, that said, it does achieve it's if, it, if they were going for chaos, then. Right. Did it. And because the whole time Mrs. Elder's like, that, that part wasn't that. But she's like, are they cutting it this way because they didn't get enough footage or they didn't like the way it looked? And I was like, no, I think they're just doing it to create a sense of confusion and just shit's going on. Because when that car goes spinning off the side, goes flying off the rails there. Right. That's that's fucking cool. It's pretty cool. Here's my thing. And this is just maybe this is maybe like the guys chasing Jane Spawn kind of they're all white guys that with short hair they all kind of look like him so it is kind of hard to tell you it's like wait was that oh that was oh that was him yeah yeah and they're even driving the fucking car um i forget what they're driving but it's not an aston martin it's no but it's like another bond dark car a dark sporty car an alfa romeo yeah the alfa romeo thank you thank you it is it's i don't mind the the quick cuts necessarily but you don't even know who is doing what necessary right. like to any, yeah. at any point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, whereas if we're used to like watching like a, like a, a Marvel thing, which doesn't necessarily have to be a Marvel thing. Like I watch those um, CW shows for the same thing. They like film the fight scene so that the stunt people can like put it, use it in their reel. You know what I mean? Like, so like anything <laughs> right. they do is like shot well so that you can see mm. like the cool kick that they did or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I guess I'm just more used to seeing stuff like that. This is sort of uh, like it's the it's the quantum sandwich in terms of the action scenes. If you look at Casino Royale and Skyfall, which their action scenes are all very clear and you can tell what's going on. They do that whole fight in front of in the building. It's all done in silhouette in Skyfall. And 
and the chase at the beginning of Casino Royale, that's how you do your action scenes, right? You can tell what's going on. Yeah. The, the part in the middle of the sandwich that this is a, a macaroni and cheese sandwich that Durson got for lunch the other day. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> nice. At Panera, Panera Bread. I had a, I, I had an equally kind of weird thing. I, I like made American chop suey like by myself yesterday for lunch. And I have like a bunch of it. I'm just like eating it slowly. Like the oh. fat man that I am. Oh, I'll just have some more. I'll eat a little American chop suey. I'll Why not? Right Put it in a done. sandwich. <laughs> Let me get this guy a baguette. It was, it, seriously, <laughs> come on, Kevin Smith. A- anyway, like the, I guess, yeah. The only thing like, is, like, they're like all white right. guys in suits. It's hard to tell what's going on. Mark Forster is the director here, by the way, who is a very noteworthy. He, he did Monsters Ball, Monsters Ball, which Ali Barry won an Oscar for. He did a movie called Stranger Than Fiction, which I really liked. I actually think it's a fun – that's like a fun indie movie. It's got Will Farrell and what's her name? Maggie Gyllenhaal. And uh, that's a fun oh, movie. movie too. And he's done cool things since. Finding Neverland. He did that Winnie the Pooh movie with Ewan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's done a lot. I mean, he's, you know, he's no ham and egger. But I think he was trying to get a little too artsy with some of the things in this movie. But – well, if we'll you look there. at his other movies, they're not really action movies, so Yeah, it's almost like why did this guy do it? Well, also, Gibb, like, get, but also yeah. there was the writer strike and he also only had I guess like five weeks to edit the film when normally he's got fourteen. So they wanted to put this out like a year after the last after Casino Royale, right? And I think they ended up going two years. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's, I think we should talk about the writer's strike because I think anybody's complaints about the movie really could really go back to that. And Daniel Craig like points this out. I don't know if it's like it's not one of his favorite movies or like he's just trying to get through it or whatever. But he's like always pointing. He pointed it out in that Apple TV Bond thing. Like we had the writer's strike. We just kind of did it. Well, like we start. We could write it, so we did because we weren't in the writers' union or whatever. So. Right, they, they could not hire. Wanted anybody. to keep shooting and they wanted to keep going, so they just kind of wrote it. But you know, you're not basic. You're not like, you know, Ian Fleming's backbone there. You just like have this story. To me, I feel that for a huge franchise like this, maybe you just want to wait the strike out <laughs> and put together something good instead of being like, we need to get this done now before where we're not even ready. We don't. We don't have a script ready, and then there's going to be an actor strike, and I, I feel like well, they yeah. seem to wait with every other movie after this. So, yeah, it's very, it's very weird. I mean, technically, the screenwriters are the same as the last one. They were writing it as the last one was, as they were making the last one. It's Paul Haggis, Neil Purvis, and Robert Wade again. Although I don't know how much input they really had. They probably just did like a draft, and then they couldn't do anymore because they were on strike. And then, yeah, like as Clay said. Daniel Craig is writing dialogue. Mark Forster is writing dialogue. I think anybody on the crew at that time who had an idea, they would probably just be like, sure, write that scene up. Because yeah, like, we'll they would just like, sure, we'll take it. But like anybody. to John's point, they, were, they weren't making Durst and the Firestarter where like me me and Randy <laughs> yeah. are like pitching like some ideas to you. Like, this is fucking James Bond. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. They probably appreciate you. Bad mouthing Durst of the Firestarter, though. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I feel like that was could have been more collaborative. You know what I mean? I think it was kind of similar to Durst of the Fire. I think you're. I, think I, I, I don't mind, like, like I say, 
well, I'd leave it for my final thoughts, really. But like, I don't like mind this movie. I didn't know about the writer's strike until we were about to do this podcast or anything. It kind of started to make sense to me though while I was watching it. That stuff. Be, but when I first saw this movie, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was very James Bond. You know, like, you know, I wasn't like thinking too much about it. I think that I've been like. It's not as bad as you think, but the, I I think that the major points against it are the that it's not a very strong story. You don't have something like when he comes back to the table both those times in the Shifra, and he says like that last round nearly killed me, and you don't say mm-hmm. I or I I know I'll be in trouble when I start weeping blood, and that was just like a boom. You could hear the bass drum hit right there. It was like boom, <laughs> you know, like there was nothing like that in this movie. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, okay, I want to focus on the positives a little bit. I mean, there are this picking up right after the left. That's very non-James Bond, actually. Yes. Continuing the story is very cool. Like, we're, we're, we find out, yeah, after the car chase, he finally kills all these guys, whatever. They're after, and he opens the trunk, and Mr. White is in there. Yes. And he says, time to get out, which is actually, which is a good line. One of the few good lines. As you pointed out, Clay, there aren't a lot of great lines, but that is one. So they, they're questioning Mr. White, and there is another decent line where he well, says... I have a question for you, Stoos. Okay. What do you think of this opening okay. song? I don't, I don't really like it. It's okay. I like Jack White, but I mean... It's I no kind of like it. Okay. Uh, it grew on me. I didn't like it at first, but I kind of like it now. Isn't Jack White weird, though? Isn't he, like, pretending that... <laughs> it, no, for real, like... Like, weren't wasn't he pretending he and his wife were like brother and sister? Like, they're like, she's not my wife, she's my sister in the band. Oh, you're talking right? about the White Stripes, which isn't yeah. his wife. That's like, um, yeah, Meg White was her name, but they're both stage names. Yeah. Um. But like, so, was, like for years, he was pretending that they were brother and sister. I just wanted to bring this up because I thought it was weird. It is he weird, and he's like kind it. of a weird guy. And this song isn't like this song. I think was the first time where it was like. Oh, this is Jack White doing a song. It's not the White Stripes. Yeah, I know, but I just wanted to talk about how he was weird, <laughs> pretending that his wife and him were sisters when they clearly weren't. I don't think we'd know. It's and not I even also, his wife. It was I just have, his bandmate. I have thoughts about Ariana Grande, too, because she pulls her hair back too tight. I always like feel like think... she's in pain every time I see her. Isn't it Alicia Keys? Oh, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> Why did you say Ariana Grace? I don't know. I can't. Really Ariana Grande is the same. She has the same haircut. They both pull their hair back. Oh really? Just, I don't. Know. Just like yeah, it looks real painful. I like the song, but there's the part where they're like, blah, 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 and, you know, do that, and they don't sound like they're in key with each other. They're not harmonizing well. But other than that, I kind of like the song. I kind of like it. I think it's fine. As we yeah. say in the biz, it's fine. it's fine. But it doesn't sound like a Bond. It's not like a Bond opening fee. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, I, I do think, like I the fonts and the visualization. Yeah. This is like the first, like, this one is more of a precursor to the Skyfall intro, which I think is probably one of the best Bonds ever. This was uh, done by a different company than the, than the guy that was doing the last. MK12 or something? Yeah. Like, what is this? It? One like, sounds really like a video game. Slick fonts. Very yeah, video game looking, very cool. I I really like the look of that. Yeah, it's fine. It's more along the lines. The last one was like there were no naked ladies and stuff. This one has like sand sculpture. It's all naked ladies. <laughs> I'm not complaining, but it's I'm just pointing it out. All right, so uh, I just wanted to ask, and I wanted yes, to say no. You right. We should talk about the song. You got to talk about the song. No gun barrel at this point. Oh, that made me. 
because I, I remember reading an interview with him before and he's like, and I shot the gun barrel and that was like nerve wracking. I was like, oh, good. We're going to have the gun barrel at the beginning again because I, I love that part. Well, the then they didn't do it. It's at the end. Yeah, but but well, I didn't know that at the beginning. I know. I'm just <laughs> spoiler warning. It's at the end. And it doesn't really it's not this it's like in, in Casino. I hate I don't want to keep comparing it to Casino Royale, but in Casino Royale, it's like part of the movie. Like he yeah. shoots the guy. Yeah. Pretty cool. I guess they, Mark Forrester didn't even want to have the gun barrel and the producers made him put it in. He's like, Well, oh, if I gotta put it in, I'll put it in at the end. Has he ever seen a Bond movie? I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> they never do like the gun barrel. Like Daniel Craig movies have not done the gun barrel justice yet. Mm. We'll Unless, see. Un- hopefully, maybe in the no new time one. to die. Yeah, they have a lot of time. To, they've had a long, lot of time to work on it. That's right. Okay, so they they bring Mister he brings Mister White in, and they're questioning him, and M is there, and, uh, and they're like, "Hey, Mitchell. Hey, Mitchell. What's up, Mitchell? What you <laughs> I know you know this, Midge. Is his name Craig? Craig Mitchell." I think I thought it was uh, D- Joe Don Baker's Mitchell. Yeah, which they did a Mystery Science Theater. Anyway, there is a is a nice moment though where uh, Mr. White says, "Well, I'd like to." We have to back up for one second okay. where the no, M is like, "Hey, kind of off topic here. Here's Vesper's boyfriend that got eaten by fish and Mr. White's uh, affiliation with the secret organization. They they're the ones that uh, you know they." kidnapped him and did stuff and threw him in the water and she's like but uh we found a lock of his hair at vesper's apartment yeah i mean and like i like that which is we're supposed to believe fish did this like because his face is completely mangled i mean i like all this like callbacks i like we're like we're finding out what happened with vesper and what was really going on but it well whatever we'll get into it later uh, because I mean, but this is new for James Bond, right? Like all yes. this kind of like, even when his wife was murdered, we never really revisited they, they, that. They, they revisit it, uh, you know, like 20 years later almost. Or yeah. more like 13 years later or something like that. So, I mean, it's good. It's good to that this is a continuing story, but uh, I don't know. I'll get into the whole Vesper thing maybe later. But the line that I keep wanted to say is when mr white says oh we have people everywhere don't we and mitchell <laughs> our friend mitchell who yeah we mitchell's there like, mitchell's here. We don't even we know we exist <laughs> mitchell shoots the the other agent and he's he here's I, some more bad editing though this is he, really bad editing he shoots at m and uh, you yeah. have to watch it in slow motion to see that it ricochets off a pipe behind her it's like a blink and you miss it split second frame it's you know? that's bad i have to i mean that's that's not a good choice just have him shoot her in the shoulder or something or is, at least let us know what's going on it's so quick you don't catch it i know it's like a tenth of a second looks like she's having like gas and she's like uh you know <laughs> like like, oh, having some of the shoes <laughs> yes yeah so anyway big chase and fight scene with bond and mitchell and intercut with these horses Yes, because they're underground, this underground base, and like the horse race is going on above them. Apparently, it's a very famous horse race. It's been going that. on for right. hundreds of years. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it's it's nice. It's like what I said. He tries to get a little too artsy, but like yeah, I think he, does, he but... might be. I could 
be misremembering this or maybe it wasn't actually attributed to him where he was like where he was comparing the horses racing to like bond and mitchell racing after each other kind of thing and uh, like okay. i guess like just kind of parallel action yeah. you know like but it's not as cool as in casino royale when that's, he's talking I think to the guy what you should call the name of this episode. It's not <laughs> as cool. It's not as cool. No, because it's very, that shot is very similar to the beginning of Casino Royale. Like, there, it is a sequel, too, so we can't stop mentioning it, you know? Like, there's a lot of references, I think. It's obviously a very different take on, on action. I don't know, whatever. If you like I, that kind of I, thing. I do like Craig doing his, his stunts here, throwing himself into the wall. He did injure himself a couple different times. He cut off yeah, the like tip of his finger. Got stitches in his face, and mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other thing was. He had his arm in a sling at one point. Uh, I, I think he was kind of was. like rallying, like, I know it was the writer's strike, but let's go. We're going to give you the best James Bond they can, which is cool. I mean, he was into it. I mean, nothing against Daniel Craig's performance in any of his movies, obviously. Even this one. I, I will criticize a little bit about this movie, but Daniel Craig, I have nothing bad to say about him ever, like, as James Bond. He's... Exactly. Even though you referred to him as the fugly bond. Yeah, that was before I saw him. <laughs> I did say that. I didn't know he was so buff. I didn't I know he was awesome. awesome. Yeah, right. Take nothing away from him ever. And I think he's he definitely steals this movie. He's like basically the he he's obviously the star, but like in more more than ever, he is the star of this movie. Yeah, he carries I, the whole like, thing. Yeah, he really does. I mean, he yeah. broke out in the last movie and is just yeah. carrying this entire movie on his shoulders because right. they don't give him a good villain. And, no, uh, right. They don't ever really give him a good girl. Long girl, yeah. Uh, so, so it's basically his whole movie. Yeah. I think that this with this movie, I feel different almost every time I see it. Like, I think the first time I saw it, I was just like, cool, another James Bond movie. You know what I mean? But I didn't have it. I was like, I love Casino Royale. Oh, I love this one. You know, but then like you you watch it a few other times and you're like start to pick up that maybe it's not as great as the other one. And then Skyfall comes out and blows it out of the water, you know? It definitely doesn't. It was me and Durson and Redshirt Brian. And I said something to Durson about how this was the shortest Bond film. And he's like, it does not feel like it. You know? It really didn't. It felt because it's sort of like I was thinking about, and this is a weird comparison, maybe Rise of Shitwalker a little bit, where they just go <laughs> all over the place, and like none of the locations really matter. You know, they're just like just just to go to places. But whatever. I mean, I do like it better now than the first time I saw it. That yeah, you were real. Like, that was the only yeah. time you saw it previously. Yeah. This is only were, I've only watched yeah. it twice. Literally, yeah, the first day we talked about. It doing this you're like i don't know if i'm gonna wow. make it through this quantum of solace and i was like nah, it's not as bad as you're thinking and it's not i was pleasantly surprised for that but there it has flaws so oh yeah absolutely uh the, we won't spend the whole time shitting on this movie no no no. so he kills mitchell well they have that that fall through the skylight of, like, that's a very cool shot yeah yeah i bunch of reviews that i was listening to were like oh that really cgi looking shot i was like i thought it looked okay I mean, oh, the camera great. follows them down. Yeah, that was real like, cool. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's filmmaking, man. I mean, it's cool shit. I don't care if it's CGI. It looked, I mean, whatever. That's part right. of it. There was a CGI is. thing I noticed at the end of the movie that I was like, oh, it's a little sketch, but still, it's okay. 
it's whatever. It's part of movie making these days. You can't. I mean, unless it looks really bad, which sometimes it does. But I mean, you know, whatever. As long as it and looks like the people. I always think about this. Like, 2008 was like a, a sort of a time where, like, the difference between like a 2008 film, a 2010 film, and then like even every year after that, like things started getting so much better and accelerated by Disney Marvel. Like, just now you go see like any movie and like it looks like Shang-Chi special effects are like so much better than Iron Man 3 effects you know what I mean it's right like, right or you even so see like not even so better right yeah. like even just like a regular like a industry standard movie anything yeah yeah exactly exactly industry standard but it's funny that he I mean whatever it it sort of starts a, a trend here in this movie Bond shoots Mitchell in a very cool manner. They're like yeah, hanging. Cool. The, yeah. the, yes, the, but Bond keeps killing every lead. Kills every lead, <laughs> which I guess is part of the story because. But then M is upset. She's like, "I bought they, him an ashtray." Yeah, they're at, at cutting back to Mitchell's place, which I like the transition graphics that they use in this, where they're, they're all different fonts in the style of the location that they're going to. I like that too. Yeah, it's like it's sort of incorporated than... into the scene. Yeah, it's better than just like putting the words at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, in something. like white Helvetica with a drop shadow. <laughs> Helvetica. <laughs> so yeah, she's very upset. All we really, I mean, we we don't get a lot. We just find out that oh, he there was well, a find, dollar find, bill yeah. that had him in Haiti once. It was or something. It's very sort of loose, but whatever. But yeah, but then they like, but then they tracked it back to a whole wad of cash that was right what they had marked from the sheaf or whatever i was a little foggy on the details oh yeah i also want to talk about <laughs> like get, give me a minute in a minute i want to talk about this whole thing with the money and the computer with the, the table and like the, the crazy like i really i have a yeah, whole the, i have a the, thing the tony stark table yeah it's very distracting i don't really know how they figure it out either but they figure it out somehow you to go to go to where are they Haiti. going again? To go to Haiti. Yeah. So what do you have, Clay? What is your? I I just like I I sometimes will like to you know look at these movies and see like how they deal with tech and like kind of like future tech a little bit around this time too like 2006 2008 the first iPhone the first Android phones you know like they don't have how we were in going to interact like now we know like Zoom is basically how you end up like talking to like a lot of people, right? The way they do it, like they kind of try to predict it and they kind of have it a little bit wrong. But around that time, I do remember they did have big Microsoft Surface tables. Do you remember those? Where they were kind of like doing the thing that they were doing in MI6, where they're like, look, you can pick this thing up and slide it over here, kind of like Tony Stark style. Uh, exactly. But just this one, like... It's like, I like that they tried to do something, but then when you see that, like, we didn't adopt things to actually do that, you know, 20 years later, it's just kind of like, well, you well, tried. I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I agree with you. I appreciate the, the effort that went into it, but I don't think we never really got there because it doesn't seem like it's really, I mean, I, I'm on a surface right now and I guess I, could, I can increase the font size, but otherwise it's just. But you, you don't know, have, yeah. we don't all have like, you know, big touchscreen tables in our yeah, living room because that's, who that's why do you need it you don't need minority that. report yeah right <laughs> yeah exactly that's a, good one. that's a good one from the bats yeah i mean it looks cool but 
I don't. No one really needs that. Maybe MI6 does. I can just be like, look at this twenty. <laughs> this twenty dollar bill. We can make. And it that big. guy, that's the nerdy guy. He's not Q. I don't know what he is, but he's like the Arm? whatever. Tanner. Like, yeah. yeah, he's nobody. He's he's not. Yeah, he but he he plays the same couple. role in Sherlock, doesn't he? He's like the inspector in Sherlock. He's like, oh, I'm not oh, really the main he... character, but I'm kind of the guy that's the cop. <laughs> Hey, you know I what didn't I mean? think that's him. Uh, this guy, I didn't recognize him. That's... This guy is in uh, Penny Dreadful, is uh, the Frankenstein monster. Oh, okay. Which I like Frankenstein? It's it's good but uneven. It's fine. It's probably it's fine. I'd like. I would really like. Uh, sort of like <laughs> Mad Men. I'd really like a season, and then the next one would come along. And you go, hmm. It's a little, str-. but a lot of Bond alumni in it. Also, um. Bond alumni creators. Uh, oh. I think John Logan and the Skyfall director, whose name I'm blanking on all of a sudden. I don't know. Come on, Clay. Come on, Clay. Oh, Sam Mendes. <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't know why. I can't, I can't remember anything. I don't remember that. But when I said his name, I was thinking of Sam Smith, the guy Sam, the guy that did the theme song for Inspector. <laughs> Does uh, he have a cameo, Inspector, too? No, he's oh, in the no. video. We'll get, we'll get to video. that. We'll listen to no, but when I was thinking about the future. Sam Mendes, I was picturing that really flamboyant guy, Sam Smith. I was like, no, that's not what that guy looks like. <laughs> it's funny, this guy Tanner, Sam Kinnear, Rory Big Kinnear, Rory, yes. Rory Kinnear, <laughs> was also in the Imitation Game, Frank also Kinnear. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, I love that movie. Sherlock. Yeah, I like that movie too. It's a good movie. All right, I forget. Oh, so yeah, the technology Great didn't play the dude yeah. back to the place and they go to haiti and so bond well because yeah i love emma's just like well you gotta figure it out and make sure you get you know like there could be people everywhere like put your jacket on <laughs> <laughs> don't forget your jacket yeah i mean like well she trusts him is the thing right because there there could be if her own bodyguard who she bought a nice ashtray for for christmas Despite could be a bad guy right don't like, anyway. think he smoked and she smashes it. She's like, ah, I love it. Anyway, he goes to he's Haiti. Getting people no, he's getting ashtrays, even in 2008. Come on. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. yeah. It wasn't even cool then. You put some, you put your change in it, you know. Whatever. I don't know. So, yes, she's, they're going to find this guy, Slate. Slate, yes. Yeah. Mr. Slate? Mr. Yes. Slate. Lynn's My tall? boss. <laughs> Everything's so hard. My boss, Mr. Slate. Man. The funny thing about this, he finds, you know, Daniel uh, James Bond goes into the, the hotel where this guy's staying. There is, uh, and then they have a very, vi- he just like, you know, credit cards into the place. It's just crazy. Like how he just says, oh, I'm in room blah, blah. Like he just like figures, he just tells the person at the desk, like, yep, my name is Slate or whatever. He just knows what room he's in. Like, whatever. Well, secret agents. Yeah, secret agent man breaks in. The guy tries to stab him. They have a big fight, and, Bond... and they have a, a poorly edited fight again. <laughs> and you don't understand how the guy dies. Well, he yeah. gets some glass. It looks like he gets glass in his neck. But right? it's it's something with his leg. I thought. Oh, I didn't. I, it looked like he got glass in his neck. No. Yeah, I, I, glass I, I, again. If it another was lead, well. dead. Yeah, and if not edited well. But it's I guess it's kind of fortunate that Bond looks kind of like this guy because he just goes down and says, "Oh, I'm in room whatever, uh, 
did I get any packages? Like, oh, here's your briefcase. And like, whatever. It's like, okay. They all look the same. It's very easy for white guys, I guess. Just, just the white guys <laughs> in yeah. in dark blue jackets and yeah. Oh, he does put on his jacket, which actually yeah. is a good touch. Which he like wears for the rest of the movie. <laughs> it's a nice jacket. Yeah. I do want to say, I might as well point it out now. This was the most violent Bond movie. Oh yeah. I want to point I out. I guess like t- like literally like a body count style. Yeah. Right? 250 acts of violence are in this movie. Not and just it's like, oh, that looks one. violent. Oh, I swear no, that I looks mean, like, violent. It really is. Window and like, you know, like the. It's not just like, oh, I shot that guy and you know he fell over and died. Like acts of violence. This is the most acts of violence of any Bond movie, and it's also the shortest one, as as you pointed out. Yeah, so you cram a lot of violence. You get a lot of violence for your buck. Yeah, that. right. If you were in this for Bourne style violence. You, you got your money's worth because they fucked up a lot of people in this movie. Would you also say maybe, John, I, I don't know. I'm probably actually maybe the most fan of like a kind of these kind of movies and like the Bourne movies. Like, but would you say that the violence was also in response to the Bourne movies? Yes, I'd, I, I'd say it. Yes, that's what I would say. Yes. Mm. They were like, we got to keep up with the young guys. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. not opposed to it. I'm just. Yeah, well, a Bond movies are all reactions to what's going on around them at the time. Like, they used to be the trendsetters, then they became followers in, like, the Roger Moore era, where they started going, well, Star Wars is a movie, and we've got, let's put Bond in space. And then they were, you know, (laughs) and they were like, well, True Lies is a movie, so then they made Goldeneye, more like True Lies. You know, it's like, they're always reacting to what's going on. Then I suppose that's what keeps them popular, is that they can hop on trends all right that's it's a good way to look at it instead of just being like they're ripping everybody off be like no they're just going with the flow really they're just like yeah sticking with the trend it's and like you rush. get to do kind of like like you offer if you can offer this to or not chris nolan but like offer it to like an auteur like the guy that's directing no time to die He's like the guy, the true detective guy, Kerry Joji Fukunaga. Yeah, you got um, it. Uh, so he, you know, you give it to somebody like that. It's like, oh, like that's gonna be all, like he's gonna take like what he that guy's really tuned into, like what people like. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no. I cool. feel also that during the Brosnan there was there was like sort of a shift in terms of the way these movies were made and who they would hire. They would still just sort of hire journeyman directors, but they started casting more famous people. And then I feel like since those movies became more successful, they started bringing in better creatives, like with directors and stuff, with Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes is no slouch. He he directed American Beauty, which won Best Picture. And, you know, he's uh, so beautiful. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh my god, 1917. So yeah, great. There was also a shift too because I, yeah, I love that movie. Uh, Brosnan movies had a lot. I feel like it was a lot more just like machine guns, like kind of like. There were a lot of story points that they introduced in Brosnan movies that they didn't fully explore. That they kind of brought around more into the Craig movies, where they're like a woman from Bond's past, that someone he really loved, and they were, well, we'll do that in Casino Royale, but we'll actually explore it. 
or they're like mm -hmm. m is taken captive and uh, you know they're like well right. they did that and the uh, world is not enough but we'll really explore that in sky you know they so there were things that they started to introduce in his movies that they didn't write as well that they did much better in the craig movies so and there you go here's a question i have back to quantum is like did quantum just need to serve as a replacement for smirsh or specter yes so like um they, but they, is they it like a have, prequel or something rights. or is it a rights thing like what was it yeah like? i think it was a rights thing i don't think they had the rights to specter yet at that point because they're like, oh, you don't even know. Like we have, yeah. we have like, were like money yeah, were everywhere. Like, we'll we're running do, stuff. Yeah, we'll just do Spectre, but we'll just call it something else. And well, I, it's I kind of yeah, started thinking it of it in a Hail Hydra sort of way too. I was like, oh, right. these guys are kind of like Hydra. But it makes it seem like like Quantum is like a subsidiary or something. Like it, yeah, in yeah, retrospect, yeah. you look back and you think like, oh, they were laying the groundwork, you know, but for Spectre down the road. But they didn't even know they were going to get Spectre. So they just said, oh, we'll just make it Quantum. I mean, it's kind of funny how it worked out. But uh, you where think are people we? that aren't us like know that or think that maybe somebody's like a James Bond movie, but they're not like a huge head, but they like follow just the movie continuity. They're like, do you think that they know that Spectre is Quantum and vice versa? Right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how people follow it who aren't us. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting know. to note, yeah, like that they didn't. Now it makes sense. It looks cool. But at the time, they were just like, eh, we'll just call it something else. Another organization like that's behind the scenes and manipulating everything. So whatever. Wikipedia at this point, is saying that Blofeld is, oh, it's it's subsidiary quantum. Blofeld is the mastermind behind Spectre and subsidiary. Subsidiary. Yeah. He's the he's the author of all your pain. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Christoph Waltz. I'm not gonna say anything bad about him. But anyway, so well, yeah, we're only like ten minutes. Yeah, where are we in this? Like, our our podcast is longer than the actual film. So <laughs> yes, this is where you're introduced to uh the Camille comes up, says get in, sees Bond with the briefcase. So right. now now Mrs. Mrs. Elder, every time we're going someplace, yells, get in. Oh, so. But Bond still is just—he doesn't know. Yeah, he has no idea. He's just what faking. he's doing. He's just like, all right, I'll get in the car because you know I'm pretending to be this guy. I'm pretending to be he, Slate. He's got Slate's briefcase. He opens it up, and she's like, yeah. "Give me the stuff." And it's like blank paper. And she's like, "What's this about?" And he looks in there, and there's a gun or and a picture of her. And he's like, "I think somebody wants me to kill you." Yeah. And she and tries she to shoot him. Tries to shoot him. Yeah. yeah. And then he. He, she, so but he he gets out and then someone the in the world's like, smallest car. <laughs> it's true. But then a guy, a guy on a motorcycle, her, on a motorcycle. he's like, he, you were supposed to kill her. He does this very cool flip. But I think this was a good line too. It's not funny, but he's like, you were supposed to kill her, and he's like, I missed. Well, I missed, and then he flips him off his bike and takes yeah. it follows her to the docks where we're introduced to Dominic Green who looks like a cross between the original guitarist from Duran Duran Spock-eared kid <laughs> no one listening knows who that is uh, but alright go with the Duran Duran thing yeah. I guess the idea that Mark Forrester had was that he didn't want a Bond villain that looked disfigured a lot of them have like you know the Shifra had the eye thing and, and yeah. whatever. And, and they, they kind of give it a little bit to um, Olga there, like give her a little scarring. 
Yeah, her well, back is all scarred up. Yeah, because she was burned. Uh, although they never say it, I think we assume that that's. I mean, that's what happened. She said. He said she. This guy burned her house down. Anyway, he does. He, he does say it. Yeah. He, I was oh, the only one that. left, and burned up. Dirt burned down my house. Made me watch. R worded yeah. to my mom and, and my mark. sister. R worded. Oh, yeah. Oh, can we not say that anymore? We can't even. Okay. Well, I don't like anyway, to say it. It's not a nice thing. I understand. No, it's not. It's obviously not a nice thing. Uh, but that's. We still don't know that. We we haven't met Generalissimo yet. But um, I almost call him Moderna. Isn't that the <laughs> It's Medrano, which here's why I can say it so well is because my friend Sal's house where I used to, uh, you know, podcast over there in your neighborhood there. That's his last name. Oh, so that's why I took his name at the top of the show. It's actually really clean for if you thought this was generally smoke Medrano this whole time. (laughs) Oh, the word is out. Oh, so yeah, like this is not my favorite Bond villain. I'm not going to shit in the movie the entire time, but. Dominic Green, eh, he's a little. He's, he's a we- he wanted to do something cool, and they were like, no. They just like, just like, look like a freak the whole time, you know. Is essentially- well, that's the thing. Like they're like, oh, we want, you know, we don't, we want you to like because like the corporate uh, blah blah. Like you know, everyone is normal in that world, but he still looks kind of like just a creep and just yeah. a weirdo, like a, so. a sweaty creep. <laughs> and he's like, I killed this yeah. geologist. And yeah, because he's like, body the reason kind of like... he was he was the one that put the hit out on her, thinking that she was spilling secrets or whatever. Are they lovers? I was yes, yeah, yes, but they're lovers. Yeah, but she's only using him to get to yes. General Moderna, and also you'll find out later that she's also uh, like a special Bolivia secret agent or whatever, right? Bolivian, yes. I think, yes. Anyway, Bond is watching all this on from his motorcycle. Oh yeah, and this is like the best scene in the whole movie. <laughs> you know, right? What this this scene where he's on the dock on his motorcycle, <laughs> he gives the guy his card, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. leave. And then in the background is the greatest extra of all time. I don't know the greatest Who extra. Who is it? It's the guy sweeping. Who is not <laughs> like it's famous for like really? the guy. Yes, the guy sweeping in the background is not actually sweeping. His his broom is about four inches off the ground. It was like sort of like they were like, Shh, don't make any noise with that actual big, huge broom. So he was just like, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's no actual famous. broom. It's I've never heard of like, this. This is a real nitpick. I, never I didn't, yeah. This. No, it's, it's, like wow. a, it's like real famous amongst That's cinephiles. And you know, and jerks. <laughs> I was in a movie. I was in, uh, I was an extra in, uh, Denzel Washington's uh, what the hell was the movie? The Great Debaters was the name of the movie, and I was a guy. I was the UMass debate team. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually the first. It's about the first black debate team that debated Harvard. You know, like you make it all the way to the finals. It's like the final four or whatever in debate teams, and they made it to Harvard. And this is like in the sixties or whatever or fifties, maybe. Sorry, Denzel. I don't We're remember. In the movie. I was no. in the fucking movie. I could pay $125. My, I'm actually, you can see me. I'm actually in it. Like, I I should post a, a GIF or something. But anyway, like, they told us not to talk. Like, in this crowd shot, they're like, don't just pretend you're talking to the person next you're to you. You're supposed to say, like, 
silently say peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots, or something like that. Well, I, just, I mean, it didn't matter. We were so far away. Like, yeah, but just look like you're talking. But like, you, it's hard to not talk to the person next. You know, it's really weird. So like, we were kind of talk softly, and they're like, "We're gonna do that again, but don't talk." You know, like it was really weird. But whatever, the scene but made don't it. Sleep. We were, I was like, so, uh, hey, how you, how you doing? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? So, anyway, I'm an extra in The Great Debaters. There you go. There's my cinema. There's my film degree. You are extra. And it's. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, you got IMDb, man. Jerky. I am not IMDb because I do not have a line. Except, hey, I. Oh, is that it? You, you have to have a and line. I don't know how it. I think I could make an IMDb page because anyone can make their own IMDb page. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I think you buy a pro, they'll let you do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> exactly. The Great Debaters. And uh, that movie. Matt versus the Great Debaters. <laughs> All right, where are we? We got we to gotta move on. We gotta the thing. He's going to give uh, Camille to General Madrano, who yeah. raped, raped her mom and. Well, we don't know that at the moment. It looks like he's just whoring her out at the at this point, right? Like it looks like they said something at this point because she's like, "Is that him coming in?" You know, he's on the boat, and she's like, "Yeah." And so Dominic is like, "He's like, uh, here, take the take the lady to sweeten the deal with this whole thing because I'm gonna get this land in the middle of the desert." And he's like, "There's no oil there." He's like, "Well, we find whatever we find, we get to keep. That's the deal, and you can have this lady." So does does Madrona know that this is? I think he thinks he just yeah. No, he says something to her because he's like, "I'm the last. I saw. I was the last person to see your your family alive or whatever." Yeah, you don't find out later exactly what happened. Like it's a little. I mean, whatever. It's it's fine because she gets her. Yes. Well, she's like, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, take me. As they're leaving on the boat, she's like, yeah, no, take me, because this is my chance to kill this guy. I got my gun, I got my everything, and then James Bond ruins it. Well, we don't, yeah, okay, it's all kind of The card that he gives to the henchman, Elvis, when the guy calls it, it's the universal (laughs) export, and and when he calls it, that's how he's able to track his phone. Yeah, it's all very cool. Like, there is a, like, when you call the number just to check if this guy is real, it does go to, like, a legit voicemail that says, like, oh, you've reached Universal Exports. And then Bond can be like, ooh, you're Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> they never say his name is Elvis, first of all. It's, no, they don't. But apparently he had some role in the uh, Captain America movie, but I do not recall it. Oh, how about that? We'll have to do a little Kevin Bacon shit there and figure out who that was. But uh, there is a very cool boat chase. After Bond, yeah, it's like a motorcycle chase that turns into a boat chase. Right, it's it's cool, it, but again, it's the fast editing and like the uh, uh, uh. yeah, it's like a little less haphazard than the previous ones, but it's still there are a couple of shots of just like well, how did that happen? Yeah, so I we, just I I kind of hated this in uh, you guys haven't seen Snake Eyes, but um, there's a similar scene in Snake Eyes, and James Bond jumps off. Of, it does this ridiculous motorcycle stunt, which is cool to watch. I mean, I don't hate that, but it's like he knows that if he jumps off this thing over this other boat and onto this other dock and then jumps into a dinghy, that there's going to be keys in it and he can just turn it. It's like it's so <laughs> contrived. You know what I mean? It's just like I thought he grabbed it from someone else, didn't he? I don't, I don't know. remember. Does it matter? No, it doesn't really matter. But I was kind of like, 
a little I mean, bit like, come on with this. Everybody's like in like movies will steal a motorcycle and they they just they can just drive it, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah they but just then start in the car, they just rip off the steering wheel thing and then just oh look it starts right up. I but did the that, thing I that was bothering me was Fine. that he was just jumping and and like immediately like went into some boat and then like the boat just conveniently like that boat had keys in it. And the perfect, <laughs> Forget the you movie I mean? Die Another Day where he was surfing on a giant wave with a parachute. I'm willing to go with he can jump onto a, a boat if I I'd buy that. I'd buy that. I mean, I never thought. I mean, you're probably right. It, I never gave it a any thought at all it's just not as slick as the beginning of um skyfall or something or you know the other one cr well it's again hashtag not as cool as casino (laughs) i think i would just like oh here comes the boat chase like you know i mean i didn't care how he got the boat or how he started the boat uh, the the point of this whole right why do i care i don't know i don't know i mean you're right you're right but it's i figure if we're gonna nitpick that one thing <laughs> yeah like yeah, i don't everything. have a lot of things but that was one of the things i thought of all right Look at, i respect i respect it respect yeah uh, so he grabs camille just as she's about to kill madrano and then yeah. thinking thinking he's saving her right because he yeah because he was whoring her out like i mean dominic green was seeming. But really she's like what the hell you going to they're just about to reveal the whole thing or whatever the line in Star Trek Six is. <laughs> but like he does a weird thing. I don't even know. I thought he was gonna use this hook to like pop the boat or something. He does this weird thing where he like hooks onto the boat and the boat flips over. And I don't really yeah, know. I, I don't really understand what's going on for the rest that. of this part. Somehow she gets knocked out and then people right. people crash and then he gets away and then he hands <laughs> then he pulls up to a dock and uh, hands her to like a guy. He hands her to some random guy and says she sees it. Yeah. Which is a funny line, but like, yeah. oh, that was another lead, and you just gave it up. You just, yeah, like, just a little weird. Her away. Bond does not want to resolve the mystery of who these people are. Because yeah, if he does that, he will be out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, it's it's just weird. Like every chance he gets to find out who these people are and in infiltrating MI6, he doesn't even care. He's just like, ah, here you go. Or he's just so smart, he doesn't care. He knows she doesn't know anything. Maybe that's it. Uh, where are we now in the plot? I'm completely. I don't know. They they do something. <laughs> Is this where he follows them to like where they go to the, the opera? Is that the opera? Right. Yes. Austria. Yeah, they're in Austria. Yes. This is. Oh, this and is what he gets. I'm oh, Dominic Green gets on the plane with the guy from Stranger Things and Felix Leiter. <laughs> right. David right. Harbour. Yes, and David Harbour is a real dick. He and... is, he's, but he's great. I'm going to say he's, he's like, really he's great. He's the most dick. American character that's ever appeared in a James Bond movie, <laughs> with the exception of Willard White and Diamonds Are Forever. He's uh, right up there with with well, at least Joe Don Baker was played for like comedy. Yeah, and I guess this is kind of played for comedy too, but it's a little less. He's like, oh, we can take care of James Bond. They literally never go after James Bond, but whatever. That's a whole. I other feel thing. that. I feel that David Harbour should be drinking like a, a real shitty beer on like <laughs> yeah, one of those forties, like one of those big, <laughs> yeah. big Edward like, Forty hands. Yeah, like an, exactly, like a big like forty of PBR or something. Like, oh, we can take care of him. 
like, well, like the, I mean, like, like in the Brazen movies, this was kind of the Joe Don Baker, right? Like the CIA yeah. guy. But he's yeah. like totally, he's total comedy. Yeah. Felix, well, is, Felix is a little weird in this one because he barely says anything. He's just like, I know. And he's I like, know. you don't know, he's like Bond's ally and his friend. And, but you don't know if it's going to go that way or if he's going to maybe side with Hellboy over there. Greg oh, Beam. Hellboy, <laughs> the Speed, Greg Beam. Yeah, but he is—he was Hellboy in the movie that nobody saw. The guy, the guy from uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> right, right, right. I do like. I mean, he's got the creep mustache too. I mean, David Harbor is actually yeah. great. He's—I didn't love Black what's Widow. It, what's his character in uh, Black Widow called again? He's the like the dad. I don't remember his name. He's the like Crimson the dad. He's, oh, he's, he's Red Guardian. The dad. Red Guardian. Is Red Dead. Oh, Red Guardian. Red Dead. Yeah. I wish he was He's part actually... of the October Guard and G.I. Joe. He could be one of those guys, too, probably. He probably could. Anyway, yeah. So, like, Felix... so they've got a whole thing worked out with Green about getting the, mu- right. the oil that they we want. The oil. They don't know that they're being played. Felix right. Leiter is not on board with this whole thing. Yeah, Felix Leiter does. Yeah, he's kind of like, oh, something's, something's up here. And it's not, I don't think he's necessarily a Bond, like, He's on Bond's side, think, but he's like, something weird's going on. In the original story, that he was supposed to have a bigger part in this, and he just sort of pops up and yeah, doesn't do a whole lot except for a tiny bit later. And that's he kind of helps Bond out a little bit, give him the head up. Yeah, the he heads does up. tell him where the, the hotel in the middle of the desert is, yeah. which is what you need. That's what you need from the Felix in, right. in all these I, stories. I do You're like. Right. The line where Felix is like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not really feeling it. And he's like, yeah, you're right, Felix. We should only deal with nice people. That is a good, yeah, that is a good line. So they go to the opera, which is a really cool, like, that's like a real place and a real opera. And Yeah, uh, Tosca. It's yeah. It's very and, visually stunning. Yeah. Bond, Bond infiltrates. By stealing someone else's tuxedo, sees that like a guy comes up because they're handing out little like gift bags at the front when you give your name. And he sees that when one guy gives his name, the ladies like gives him a special gift bag from under the table and contains an earpiece, this, that. And he goes, beats up that guy in the bathroom. I like that he pulls the doorknob. And he just like oh, cranks it off and of there, that, which is fun. That is what I have more of a problem with, the having the keys in the boat. <laughs> That's hard. Oh, you do. don't think that he could do it? I think that just shows him as like all the superhero. Like he's so strong, he would crack. He could just do it. Either that or it's just lousy workmanship. On yeah, the- it might be that. It might be a bit of both. Yeah. But it's like the whole thing of that extra gift bag was just an earpiece, basically, so that you could hear what. Because. This, it's a also what a thing. dumb way to talk to people when we all know zoom and skype is the way to go <laughs> but well, if you want to do it undercover i guess but it is right? weird yeah. to do it at something where you have to be really quiet at, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah i was thinking that too the guy in front of us at the monkeys concert would have shit himself <laughs> like he was sitting near one of them We're trying planning, to uh, film. planning this this big arms deal or whatever it is yeah like the funny thing is Bond totally – it's kind of like – it reminded me a little bit of Tomorrow Never Dies where where James Bond is like, time for a station break, and he turns everything up. Bond is listening into all this stuff, and he finally I just think, says, I, I have an idea. I have a question. I think this I, is like maybe the best scene of the movie just in general, just in like in terms of spectacle and just atmosphere. I will say, yeah, as far as like the very big editing – 
as far as the funky editing in this movie, this is where it works the, the yeah. best. And how he just chimes into their conversation casually, like it's it's very cool, very Bond. And he yeah. just and then he takes all their they start to get up yeah, and he as, takes all their he, pictures as he outs them. They get yeah. up. Although I don't know, I don't quite understand how he's taking the pictures from the side and the back of their heads, but is still able to send pictures. Figure out who they all are. Yeah. Whatever, it's fine. Mr. White is in the crowd. He's the only one who does not. He's a smart cookie. Yeah, he doesn't get up. He's although we already know what he looks like, but he's just like, I'm just gonna stay right here. And he's got like a lady. So good for him. Whatever. Yeah, and he's like, the opera's not for everyone or whatever. Or it's <laughs> not for everyone. So we find out one of the guys is this guy named Guy Haynes, one of the the quantum people. And uh Bond goes after him and well, there's a gunfight, first of all, which is fun. I I do like that. Yeah, where Dave, where they do where it's just the sound of the opera being played instead yeah. of no, no sound effects of guns and this and that. Yeah, I like that. It's very so stuck. Very, yes. Very well. This guy, Guy Haynes, uh, Bond, like, pushes him over the ledge and he lands on the top of the car and then Dominic Green's guys kill him. I guess Elvis. Is it Elvis that actually kills him? I don't remember. I'm but. not sure. But then they blame Bond for killing this guy. So that's another guy that, so according to M, Bond is killed. Yes, and so then they cut off his credit card, his passport, mm. and all this other stuff when he tries to go get a flight. But he still gets it, so it doesn't even matter. Like none of that stuff really well, matters. I guess. How does he get it again? He, I don't. I don't really remember. He just kind of tells the lady. Well, you he know. says, "Tell her I'm going. Tell them I'm going to Cairo." It's very, it's very weird, but he goes to oh, see Mathis. Oh, he? he? goes to see Mathis. That's how he gets the flight. Right. We get Mathis. Poor, uh, so poor Mathis. All right. Mathis, uh, who's, who's uh, still like, oh, that Vespa in her dress. <laughs> I know he's thinking about it. Well, so uh, Mathis is a bit of a tragic figure in the Bond. Uh, first of all, he wasn't. So uh, here's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, at the end of Casino Royale, Bond says, well, we knew Vesper was guilty. It doesn't mean Mathis was innocent. Right. Right. Sweat him out or whatever. Yeah. But apparently he was innocent. And now he's forgiven Bond for all that. Well. Torture. Yeah. I guess Mathis must be pretty chill because he's like, well, you're an asshole. You did this to me and this and that. And then his lady friend, she's like, well, you know, because you were wrongly accused, you got this villa. And so you kind of owe him for it. She's so like, Mathis I need your hands on my body. Like, I need your yeah. hands on my is body. That is a little weird to say while Bond is like right there. I know. Yeah. He's, he's Maybe she was like kind of hoping she would get a little. She's like, I, I also need your hands on my body. <laughs> yes. A little. I believe it's pronounced. 0069. Oh, <laughs> oh, there he is. Menage dose. Menage dose. Yeah. No. Uh, it's, I mean, whatever. He knows the people in the photos. Mathis is like, you know, like most people in Bond movies, he's sort of just a means to an end. He just, he's like, like I'm going to be here for exposition again in case you need me. <laughs> Basically, then Bond says, Well, come with me. And meanwhile, his lady is there, like, hey. And then she looks up, and apparently, we're supposed to believe that he's just gone. Oh, I'm glad they didn't do that. But they didn't quite. Yeah, they didn't quite edit it that but way. Their editing is bad still, so they yeah, couldn't. Editing even... worked in their favor that time, I guess, because yeah, she. But he does come. Then they're on the plane. This is actually these are the moments I like in this movie a lot. So yeah. they're on the plane to wherever the 
hell they're going. I don't even remember. But Olivia. Yeah. And he's drinking Vesper martinis. Because he asked the bartender, what is he drinking? He says, three fingers of Gordon's, blah, 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 whatever the rest of the. the I do. I got to say, as soon as when I saw that the first time, I really loved it. And I still love it. That's a fine little Bond moment that is just total fucking Easter egg, Bond love fest, this thing about the drink. I love it. I love it. it. No, I do too. It's great. It's great character. It's obviously he's still sort of mourning Vesper. Yeah, he's, whatever. he's had six of them. Holy that's almost, it's, that's like, I almost had as many drinks as him in the last podcast. <laughs> and he's at one plane <laughs> But he's got the necklace, too. He's got, like, her necklace there. And we see we saw earlier, by the way, we didn't mention this, but this is a funny little thing. So when, when M is talking about, like, oh, by the way, they found this guy's dead body, Vesper's boyfriend, he takes the photograph and shoves it in his pocket. Uh, yes. And he's still looking at the, that photo of, the, of Vesper and this guy. They do not make a good couple. <laughs> like, they don't look like they belong together. I don't know. They clearly didn't, because he was just using her. Yes. But, I mean, I like these moments a lot, and this is sort of the character-building stuff that... Um, you don't get enough of, I guess, in this or in most a lot of Bond movies in general. Not I the feel, I feel, yeah, in the Craig movies you get him, and like Brosnan was always like pushing for that, like let's give, and you get in Honor, Majesty, Secret Service. Otherwise, of course, you don't. Right, it's just like, boom, move to the next action sequence. Like, you know, <laughs> I can't imagine Connery ever showing a vulnerable side uh, as James Bond. Uh, I love that Vespa. Yeah. <laughs> So I like that moment, and he's like, yeah, like, and and meanwhile, Mathis is like, yeah, well, you're right, you look good in that dress, man. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I, go back and take care of myself, if you know. I've what I mean. you masturbate team deluxe. Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, they they get to the airport, I should say, and we meet Strawberry Fields, which we they don't, never say. They never say her name is Strawberry. Every time he's like, "What's your name?" and she's like, "Fields." And he's like, "Just Fields," and she's like, "Yes, just Fields." Just Fields. It's not weird. Yeah, like they, whatever. It's fine. Gemma Atherton. She's very pretty. Yeah, she's. She like, do looks much. like she's like wearing an outfit for a flasher. So like a trench coat. And <laughs> I boots. know, like literally, you don't <laughs> see any like. She's wearing a coat and boots. Yeah, well, I just like this part where like they pull up to. She's like, "Well, I'm I'm here to take you back," and and they she brings to the hotel that they're staying at, and it's like a dump. And he's like, "This no, what are you doing?" She's like, "This fits our cover. We're school teachers on sabbatical." He's like, "No, no, no." And then they pull up to a like a nice fancy hotel, and he walks in. And he's like, uh, "What? What do you do?" He's like, yeah, we're, "We're teachers, we're teachers on, sabbatical. on sabbatical, and we just won the lottery." Yeah, who won the lottery? <laughs> if she's supposed to take him back, why do they have a cover anyway? I'm, oh, because they were supposed to stay the night and fly out the next morning, I guess. Right? That was. I think they did explain that. Never mind. You need I a know- cover? Like no one has ever asked me my story when I've checked into a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're but like, they're don't even want to be there. When Mrs. Elder and I went away a couple of weeks ago. I wasn't like, um, all right, now here's this is going to be our cover story. Like, there wasn't even someone actually in the lobby. We did it all remotely. You call, you like, you went to the door and called the number. <laughs> so we didn't even need, like, I went through this whole elaborate cover story and oh, yeah. we didn't even need it because no one asked. Well, you're not being tracked by a secret. How do we know? You know like, also, the pool, anymore. which they said was open, was not. So, 
if you were not who you said you were, maybe it would have been open for you. I should have, yeah. I should have gone. I should have said no. This is no good. Let's go to a different. I'm a comic book colorist, and I'm gonna get on the lottery. <laughs> Let me in there. Anyway, yeah, like, and he totally seduces her. So she's just supposed Which to be in this... like a weird way. He's like, I, I gotta, yeah. I can't find stationery. He's like, like, I can't find my penis. Why don't you yeah. come help <laughs> me find it? It's like literally the most like. Obviously, he's going to sleep with this woman. And so then she's like, I can't believe I did that. She's all like, sort of like, oh, no. Like, I can't believe I actually thought you were looking for stationery. <laughs> and Mathis is kind of just like still like hanging out. He's like, oh, I'll just I'll, I'll go get a drink. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go talk to my general buddy or whatever. Like, you guys go have sex. The, just... the head of the police. Who, yeah. Who, <laughs> who shoots him? Who right? looks like the dad from Family Ties. <laughs> Michael Gross yeah. from Tremors. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is pretty. Like this, this is. I'm gonna equate this to the writer's strike, right? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's it's yeah. all very contrived and not not well put together. It's like, oh, I'm looking for the stationery. Oh, by the way, I'm naked looking for this. It's like yeah, a Harvey it probably Weinstein. Was like, look at uh, in the script. It said Bond seduces the lady somehow, and they're like, uh, what do you got? What do you got? And he's like, I got my dick. And he's like, that's like a pencil. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Stationary. Yeah, let's do stationary. It's almost like missionary. (laughs) Whatever. I mean, it's kind of just like, well, he's got to sleep with somebody, and it can't be Mathis. I hate myself. She hates herself. I know. She's like, oh, I can't believe it. I I I just slept with a fuckly bond. (laughs) I just slept with a double O agent, which is probably like all the girls talk about. Yeah, she's just a, a. Apparently, later we find out she was just like a like an admin or like a secretary or Why whatever. She's like her? Kristen Schaal yeah. in the uh, in the Empire. Right. <laughs> what we do in the show? Oh, gonna have to uh, call the insurance company now. And like, oh, Which is kind of what Vesper was agent. too. Vesper was like this finance. Minister she was the action accounting. Action, yeah, like <laughs> action force account. accounting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is what they call GI Joe over there. Uh, is right. the accountants? Which one's the, the accountant? Uh, Snake guys, the accountant. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> He's a ninja. Uh, at, head accountant at getting a, the maximum deductions. <laughs> Whatever. And so Mathis shows up and Bond's like in his underwear and he's like, "Here's where you gotta go. Here's a party. You know, and they go to a party." A Dominic Green party at that. Yeah, a Dominic like a fundraiser for his environmental interests. Yes, and Green as like planets or something oh, dumb. Man, yeah. That is so fun. And <laughs> as he's like giving the spiel to all the the donors, uh, Camille shows back up again, pretending that she's drunk, and she's like, "Tell them about how all this bad shit happened to the environment after you bought the land." And then they're like, "I'm putting my checkbook away." Mm. And then yeah. he's like, he's like, come on over here. I'm going to push you off the ledge of the balcony. And oh, no, no, uh, you know, because he keeps fucking with her like that. He's like, you know, I would have been really sad to kill you because I kind of like you, but I kind of want to kill you, too. I kind of got to get it. Yeah, kind of get it. And then Bond shows up. He's like, uh, uh, you know, can I cut in? Right. Don't kill her. I'll, I'll, yeah. And he does kind of like the thing is like going to ball like it's it's like yeah broken. it's like he's right like pushing he's, into it. he's standing there it's a little bit i don't know like i'm not like trying to be like ultra like pc or anything but like this is this movie is a little bit like um 
I don't know what you call it. Like, it's a little bit like girl in the refrigerator kind of thing. It's a little bit like she's like them, the the main lead character doesn't like have a lot of agency, even though she does like sort of try to get her revenge and stuff. Well, it is a James Bond movie. I know, but she's a little wasted. I mean, she's not. Uh, I feel like I it was know. very like a 2008 movie in this movie. Everybody, everybody that, in this movie is underserved by the writing. I yes, you're Daniel right. Daniel Craig's right. writing. Just, not just now, I'm, now I'm just blaming him for like trying. Well, to I think he, yeah. he might have saved it. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. So yeah, I think we and we find out Elvis had a toupee at this point. Well, yeah, we the, had a really yeah. bad haircut, so that explains. Yeah. So, so. Uh, Strawberry Fields or Fields just Fields. She like trips him and kicks him down the stairs at one point. Is his toupee comes off, and that's that's it for Elvis. Oh no, I think he does show up later. No, he's he's in it later. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does show up later. He gets blown up. Spoiler. Yeah. So Bond, yeah, rescues Camille, and then just leaves with her. Yeah, leaving Fields just Fields, fields to, behind. Like, also, the wind, and she also, is dead. Mathis introduced them to his uh, to uh, family ties, right? Yeah, and where did that go? I don't feel. Well, what it goes is that. Uh, Green had already gotten to him first, right? Oh, okay. I, and uh, and so he's like, "This is my friend, Michael Gross." And, uh, <laughs> but then it turns out that he like he has the police beat him up, throw him in the back of Bond's car when he's driving off. They pull him over, yeah. and they're like, "And then they're like, oh, you beat this truck. guy up." Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "Oh, he's moving, shoot him!" And Bond uses Mathis as like a human shield. I know, and they shoot Mathis, but only because Bond like hid behind him. Yeah, so and like, then Bond Mathis throws the Bond at them. <laughs> like, Mathis's like, life is shit because of Bond. Like this guy had like what in total three or four days around this guy, and it's just like ruined his entire life. Yeah, seriously, this is that's a very complicated relationship. And then it, as he's so he, Bond beats up the guys, and he's holding Mathis in his arms, and he's dying, and he says. Forgive Vesper. Like it's like yeah, I'd be like, that's, Fuck that, you, man. That would you just that'd be the it. last thing on my mind if I was dying. Forgive yourself and forgive Vesper. She looked really good in that dress. Yes. I got about thirty seconds to live. Maybe I can get one more. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is it is kind of like a, I feel bad. I really feel bad for Mathis. And it's yeah, because then he a, throws him in a trash dumpster. And it takes his money. And they're like, is this how you treat your friends? And he's he's like, it's his way. You know, he's like, yeah, no, it's totally cool. He would have been like, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, I don't know. Like, if, I feel like maybe, there's a, there was a better way that Mathis could have met his end in terms of like, you know, because remember he makes that line about just because you're dead doesn't mean you're can't be useful i feel like they could have done something with that like mathis could have been useful in some way other than bond gets like 20 bucks out of his wallet yeah i'm, I'm not even opposed <laughs> yeah, to throwing yeah. him in the dumpster yeah i don't have a problem because like this is this is like the gritty bond so i'm like yeah okay right. i get that i mean it's, it's, it's fine like, i feel like they could have just been more done with daniel craig's writing in this scene he could have just done something with more. <laughs> <Daniel> yeah <Craig>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it is an interesting thing. It's like, wow, that Mathis, yeah, really. Every time he came across Bond, it, his life went to shit. Like it's just, yeah. oh man, he should have just stayed which, home like, with that lady. Which, which I guess you know, Dominic Green kind of says to Camille, he's like, everybody that's around him, it just withers and dies. Yeah, it's true. 
Uh, oh, yeah. So then, do they go? They get a plane. Yeah, they get right? in this plane. And they do the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom scene. <laughs> really? Where they? They're in a plane, and they're they're trying to. I, they had some clues that figure out that like he's buying up land or whatever, and they're like, let's go check it out in Bolivia. And they're just flying around in like this junky old plane. And meanwhile, they're getting shot at. But uh, okay, before I get there, I don't want to skip over like the few character developing moments in this movie because we find out Camille wants uh, what's his Madrano. name, General Moderna, <laughs> for, for personal reasons. Yes. And James Bond wants Dominic Green for personal reasons because of Vesper. Although he doesn't really come out and say he just says yes, yeah, me too. Or you know what I I like about this scene is the fact that when they're speaking, you're not hearing them just talk regularly. You're hearing them talk through their microphones. Yeah, that is, I like that touch. That is a cool, cool different thing. I was, in, used to do yeah. a podcast, our podcast with a microphone just like that. It was like legit, like a, um, like one they would use on a helicopter. Yeah, that's what we were going for. We were going for a kind of sort of gritty, uh, yeah, yeah. solace. It wasn't just low quality. We Is were. It, that was it a, like really like kind of like a weird World War II dogfight. It was, <laughs> it was 2009. So the 2009 is almost like 2008. Right. We were right in there. We yeah. were actually cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> we were reacting to what was going on around us. Just like Prince James Legend. Prince of Legend. That's right. You're right. Um, anyway, they get attacked by two planes. And this um, this scene is weird because there's no <laughs> drama to it, you know? It just looks really? like, to me, it just looks like shots of planes flying around. Like, there's no well, sense of, like, geography of, like, this guy's right behind. Isn't there a helicopter at one point in this? Uh, I don't I don't See? Know. That's my right. point. I mean, there are scenes, I think, I don't. It's a little harsh to say no drama, but the only drama that I get is when Camille is in the back of the plane and their bullets are going through the fuselage. And I'm like, you are definitely going to be shot. Like, I don't know how, like, there's no way they miss you. They say in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, we are going to die. (laughs) Literally, she should have. There's no way. Right. I mean, I know it's action movies and the good guys never get shot. But, like, literally, just bullets go through that thing. It's like Swiss cheese. There's no way not one bullet didn't hit her. I'm like, come on. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Bond uses his cool, like, I'm so smartness, and, like, he causes them to crash. Because his plane has no weapons or anything. He just flies yeah, around. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I was like, why doesn't he shoot back? Up. Oh, he's just flying like a cargo jet. Yeah, he's got nothing. Like, Snake Eyes would jump out of in issue 21. Yeah, with like uh, one of those green visors oh, on. He's in in like a notepad. He's doing somebody's taxes. Because <laughs> he's a super agent. Snake the ninja at writing Snake. off office office expenses. Right, action force accounting team or whatever they are. <laughs> I guess uh, it is kind of cool. So like he goes, he like dives. I don't know. I don't even really remember. It's fine. They I'm jump not, out. He pushes her right. out of like with the parachute. Then they catch each other in the right. air, and they're both holding on to the parachute or something. Then they release it like half an inch above the feet ground, of, right? Like feet from the thing. ground. What do they call that? that? Like I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I, I didn't. 
I don't usually watch like CinemaSins, but I watched it for this, and it was like, oh yeah, sure, like they would totally survive that or whatever. And just how we said it was, I was just like, yeah, that's that really is too close to the ground. They it's like a thing they the do in action movies now to be like, oh, a halo jump or whatever, right? Yeah, I think that's what they call it, where it's just like, poof, you put the parachute up and our never dies episode for that. Oh yeah, check that out. Check out our Iron Man three episode. Oh yeah. Did we you ever do see Barrel of Monkeys? No, we never did that. <laughs> doesn't matter. We will in the future. In the future. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, like the planes crash because the bad guys never fly. They, all fighter ditch. they yeah. fall into a hole in the ground. A, and yeah, then they, she gives her, her backstory. And right. he's like, well, my backstory was the last movie. and um, <laughs> I didn't learn anything because then I just go kill everybody in this yeah. movie. doesn't so matter. She, so she's like that. My house burned down. I've got scars on my back. My mom and sister, bad stuff, and my dad was killed. And oh my god, what's all this water under here? Yeah. So I guess we kind of find it turns out here. It to like that, Mad Max, Fury Road. Like I have yeah. water. Yeah. We find out that it's not oil that he's after. Because did we skip over the scene where what's her name is killed? I forgot. Did we? No, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, all right. They go back Jesus. later. They go back. Jesus. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, we find out he's buying up all this land this, because he's damming off the water because he wants to control the water. In Apparently, very this Chinatown. Like, this was this was like a real thing that happened in Bolivia. I mean, but I'm gonna say, yeah, okay, that's cool. You're trying to be realistic and stuff, but we're still in a James Bond movie. The fact that the bad guy's plot is to charge more for water. Is a little weak. I I, I know. I, I want it to be cool. It's different, but it's not yeah. that strong. I, I mean, I don't hate it, but I'm just sort of like, well, this is like Tomorrow Never Dies, where the bad guy's like, I want more ratings. Yeah, I want news. I got uh, news. I just but, want, I mean, want exclusive rights to broadcast in China. I'm like, but yeah, it's a bad guy, James Bond. You <laughs> want to like. Blow up the world or have like a satellite. In it should the totally space. be more like Joker's gonna poison the water supply. Or something. Something it should be more like dip. way extreme, something or other. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna get a little more money. Because yeah. we yeah. already know people, like everybody has yeah. billions of dollars. It's not yeah. like a. This, this is like, yeah, this is what just, everybody, it's not even, it's not a Bond villain thing. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a jerky corporate, like what's already happening in the world. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, little, so that's enough little, of my bitch. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, I get it. I get why they did it. It's I different. do too. And I Millions understand. Millions of movies are are oil. Oh, okay, well, let's do something that's not oil. But it, oh, well, pretend yeah. oil is the red herring in this movie. But, but I it's still not that. Cool. Daniel Craig could have come up with something more clever than this. But yeah, well, he sat down uh, at his writing table. One of the other <laughs> things sat down behind his I watched process. Was like, yeah, it says like Chinatown, which is the plot of Chinatown. They're like rerouting right. the water from this part to that part. It's but like, that was like a kind of real thing, like we said in LA. Like LA. No, I know no... it's real, but it's like yeah. boring compared to oil. Like oil just seems more exciting. Right, because everybody gets that oil is really expensive. And well, meanwhile, I, oh, I, everybody I has like... water. I can go to my sink yeah. right now. I like Clay's idea of being more like Batman. Do something interesting with the water rather than charge more money for it. Dude. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, be, I go, I'm going to, like, you know, sl- we're going to slowly poison them over it. This is what they actually do. <laughs> we're going to breed 
we're going to breed a whole new kind of shark in this water and, <laughs> yeah. and, and release it into the this. desert. Yeah. They have to, you can drink the water, but you have to go into the water with Debbie. You'll turn into the lizard the like in Spider-Man. Yeah. You guys should have been on the writing since there was, well, they couldn't hire screenwriters. You guys are not. Well, after. Not good. Yeah, podcast, we're not good. I, we could do I, I was part of the union. So the, I, I was part of any, the writers. Oh, you're part of it. Yeah, I would do any job bad. Yep. No more. You know, you were out there with your pickets. Uh, you know, yeah, I was. I was. So uh, yeah. that's why I turned to a, a, a life in comics instead. You're a rat. I was You're a rat. You crossed like, the line. You yeah, scab. Like, Get back to scab and you love you are, scab. You're a dirty rat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, we find out that out. And then, yeah, do they go back? Then they crawl out of the thing. Yeah, and they go back to they the hotel. Walk. I mean, it's kind of cool. We do see, like, the the... The consequences of the very dramatic, yes. Yeah, it's that's nice. I like that. Reminded me of the um, scene in La Bamba where they were taking <laughs> shots in the in the water tanks. That's what I was thinking of. I, I mean, Clay is right. It's very much uh, Mon- uh, Monty. What? Yep. Uh, Mad, Mad Max. Monty Python. Max. <laughs> Monty Max. Uh, but I mean, less weird, I guess. But. Uh, they go back and they find, of course, yes, Miss Fields, Fields, just Fields, is dead in a very reminiscent of Golden Eye. Uh, oh, Golden Eye, yep. I am so drunk. Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that Goldfinger. Goldfinger. They did something interesting with her. They covered her in oil. I'm telling you, oil is more interesting. Yeah, what if they right. just covered her in water? That would have been like, well, that that's boring. Been <laughs> It'd be like any other Bond girl. Yeah. Holly Berry. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. And I mean, yeah, like... M and everybody is there in his hotel room, and she's like, this girl got killed for nothing. She's just supposed to bring you back. Granted, I did assign a girl from accounting to come get you, and like that's the second time I've made that mistake or whatever. You know, I keep sending the wrong people to get you. Keep sending these hot chicks to you. Yeah. yeah. Why don't I send some big dude who's going to be like, all right, dude, we got to go. Like, yeah, you know, some big go. dude. Send Tessa Thompson. That would have been a... That would have been... <laughs> Man, strawberry fields. <laughs> going back. Subverting expectations. I mean, like, you know he's going to sleep with any woman that you sent. What if it was like an old, like, like crusty old, like, lady? Like, he would have had sex with her. What would happen is like she'd be a crusty old lady, and then like she'd have hair up in a bun and these little weird glasses, and he would go <laughs> over to her, take off her glasses, pull her hair out of the bun, and then she'd be like moisturizing her face so all the wrinkles would go away. Hmm. But that, maybe that's what maybe he's had sex with M several times. You never know. Yes. We don't know. We don't know. We don't Kinda want like to. a reverse Agent Carter. So that, like Put the moisturizer on the old Agent Carter. She looks like hot yeah. young Agent Carter. <laughs> so, so anyway, they're like, we're taking you in, Bond, something, yeah. something, something. And then the uh, Captain America elevator fight happens. Right. And then he, he sneaks he, he out. Runs into him and gets out of handcuffs. Like, I yeah. mean, like, they don't even show him really. He just grabs, they show him grabbing the key. But like, that seems like really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, I've been arrested several times. And... You've uh-huh. knocked out the cops and just grabbed. Yeah, the, I've yeah. grabbed. The I keys do like that. Like I, I can't, I can't do this. I like that really? athletic thing he does, where he like flips his 
leg over the railing and then walks on the inside of the like portico or whatever and then like hops over and is just like I'm over on the other side of the hotel that's sort of like the little kid move where you're like I don't want them to see me I'm gonna go this way and they didn't even see me you know just gonna walk up these stairs casually like I belong that's man I mean it it doesn't really play into it at all I guess right I mean um, it doesn't I matter I feel that way about everything in this movie doesn't play into anything Nothing it's just really scenes just go to the it's end just... where they're at the hotel with Medrano and, um, and, and Green that is yeah because Camille pulls up and says get in again and and then there's the, there they go there they go they're off to the middle of the desert this whole oh, fucking there was Felix lighter scene oh yeah he goes Felix tells him where the Right, where the where the hotel? Even, I don't in the even know when that happened, but it happened somewhere in there. I think it's. I think it's next. I think. Yeah, sort of like it is track. sort of next because they go, they go somewhere and use the phone and he calls Felix. Oh yeah, and then he's like, but David Arbor, Hellboy is like, who are you talking to? Yeah. But how? What do they answer? It's sort of like Universal Exports, but it's it's like international imports or something. Yeah, <laughs> very fake. Don't know whether to concentrate on the importing or the exporting. Yeah, it's like George Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this is the only time where the CIA actually does go after James Bond. And I like Felix. So he's just he's hard drinking here. He's just like, yeah, man, man. They're in the middle of. They're out there in the desert. Just go. Get, we'll get them. Like he doesn't really do much, but he is. You know, he gives the important piece of information. He's just like, yeah, man. And he's, and he's like, you got speech. thirty seconds. Get out of here. Yeah, I I like that. It, it, I do like their interplay. Like, yeah, how much time do I have? Thirty seconds. And then they they talk a little bit more. I love it. He doesn't just leave right then and get a third second head start. He, they talk a little bit more. He literally waits to like yeah. twenty. I feel. Seconds. I feel <laughs> like they're allies. I, I feel like Felix would be very difficult to hear if it was real life in a loud bar. He'd be like, what? <laughs> what? He's You're in the desert. Man. Bit of a, a soft talker. Just keep the fruit. But That's you do right. see like how they are like colleagues and, and allies. But he doesn't. They don't necessarily need to trust each other a hundred percent. But. He does actually know that he's his butt, and, and like when he fronted him like ten million dollars or something in the last right. movie. You know? No, you're right. Yeah. True. He is the like. I guess is he sort of the American James Bond? We just don't get to see his cool stuff. That yeah, he does. those would be the. Uh, that'll be the uh, spinoff movie. The lighter. The lighter. Uh, the lighter years. Yeah. <laughs> but he does escape. Bond escapes the CIA because they're dumb Americans. And, yeah, then they just go to the desert. Why is there a hotel in the middle of the desert? Have I not asked? Why, why wouldn't there be a hotel? I mean, like, who's going to stay at this hotel? You know, I really want to go to Bolivia. Uh, there's this place way out here in the middle of nowhere. With with explosive fuel cells. Sounds <laughs> amazing. Yeah, let's go there. It's really cheap on Airbnb. <laughs> it's like when we went to San Diego. I'm like, let's stay way the fuck out here in the middle of nowhere. Right, right where yeah. the... Right next to the runway. <laughs> but there was public transportation. It's yeah, all about that, 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 that actually, staying in San Diego, being far away, wasn't the problem. It was, you know, it was the constant planes taking off and landing <laughs> above us. I oh. did. Yeah. But, hey, it was fun. If we were within a mile. I walked I walked there and back a couple times, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah. No, but it was literally in the middle. And, like, this hotel was way the fuck out there. But, I mean, at the same time. On the landing strip. <laughs> at the same time by the time we had booked so 
sidebar here. Uh, if you've never been to San Diego Comic-Con, there's way more people that go there than there are hotel rooms in the city. So we had to stay a little bit farther out. That's just by the time we booked it, literally all the hotels in the San Diego area were gone. Thank yes. you very much. Fine. It's no big. <laughs> I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> I did get sick, in that, by the way, and I puked. That was the first time. Yeah. Not well, the yeah. second time. Right, right. The second time, we actually stayed closer to the... That was the second time was when we were with the airport. Oh, but, but we were... Whatever. Also, we didn't... No need to get into it. It doesn't. I don't know. Whatever. So they go out to the hotel in the middle of the desert. So that, yes. <laughs> Clay is like, stop talking about your stupid misadventures. <laughs> This hotel that has, like, I, I will say the one thing I did like about this scene. So, uh, first of all, Camille and Bond are sort of like, they're out on the outskirts here. And they're like, okay, here we go. And they're loading their guns. And they're like, okay, we're going to do this. And I do like Camille's, uh, you know, she's like, I'm, I'm good to go. Like, she's ready. She's going to kill this motherfucker. Yeah, and Bond gives right. her kind of like a pep talk. Or yeah, he's like, you ever killed anyone? And she's like, eh. Whatever. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> they go in. The, the thing that I liked is that there wasn't like an army of dudes that he had to kill to get That's to true, yeah. the guy. Cool. Like, which yeah. Pierce Brosnan always just shot like 100 guys before he got to the big bad. And they all would have the same uniform on. Yeah, it didn't really matter. He just, <laughs> but like, he only kills like, you know, three or four guys. Or roll whatever. on the big roll of paper. <laughs> 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 I'd like that would have been amazing. But he jumps in, he kills the police chief that killed Mathis. So that's nice, right? Or he already killed that guy? I don't remember. Oh, he yeah, that's where he does it. They're leaving yeah. because there, there's right. the whole thing of he turned, he took his money, right. and he's like, oh, I gotta go because this, this is weird and stuff. I forget what the lines are. Dominic Green is kind of screwing over Generalissimo Moderna. So like he's like, I'm going to own 60% of all Bolivia's water. This is where we kind of finally, it's like the, it is kind of Austin Powers-y. Like they could, yes, $100 million. <laughs> like it's kind of like, I'm going to get all your money. One like I'm going to get your water. I'm going to own a deciliter of water in here. Yeah. Like, who cares? <laughs> 60% no of Bolivian water, that means I get to charge more, basically. I have a monopoly. And yeah, but, as, at, but just before this, as they're sitting there chit-chatting, Michael Gross and Moderna, uh, they hear the thing, boom. He's like, what's that? He's like, oh, it's the hydrogen fuel cells that power this place. They're real weird, kind of unstable. If you sneeze in the wrong direction, the whole place blows up. Wink, wink. Yeah, that's the no foreshadowing. <laughs> that's our foreshadowing, making that noise right now. Daniel Craig yeah. could have done something a little more subtle when he was writing this. Yeah. Right on his word processor. I'm yeah. just glad it's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> the end. It does end. I mean, it's fine. So they get like the fuel cells obviously explode because they're yeah, like was it just like back into it or something yeah like a truck or whatever it's like bond Seems like takes the a truck place to leave a fuel cell where it could just be plowed into yeah and then this place explodes for the next 15 to 20 minutes of the <laughs> it does 
That's where I saw some sketchy CGI. It was like a big explosion, and then there was like well, it's where a they do that with a guy in front of it, and like yeah. it was just not right for like where a second, like, and then like, the rest of it like looked the, fine. Where it's like the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that's I mean, where Elvis fine. blows it's up. Fine. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. I don't know why I'm pitting it. And, uh, and General Moderna is about is... to rape another woman. Like, for yeah. no reason. I mean, like, that seems a little gratuitous. I'm going to say. Gratuitous. He's like, yeah. I bring my beer back to my room so we can, you know, so I can I... just be awful to you. Yeah, I guess it's just to show that he's a real scumbag. And yeah, whatever. why didn't you just sh- drop off the beer? Just drop it off. Well, she yeah, was like, beer. why don't you she carry was... your own beer? She was gonna, but douchey guys were like, kind of escorting her to the room i know it's it's whatever i mean it's a movie we could keep going because we're getting hung up on this and yeah, let's go this past movie. this for, a, for a short bond-like. movie it's a long podcast i just want to say it's not very bond like and i know he treats women badly a lot but i don't know it's weird to, it's it's it's, it's a little it's, it makes you uncomfortable They're, it's supposed yeah. to make you uncomfortable like, yeah well it's, it's true you're right anyway but, no, but it's good because camille does go in yeah and she's like Burr, and she rescues the lady and they have a fight like a good fight like she's yeah she holds a pretty good fight like, like, they have a good fight she did a lot of her own stunts olga we haven't mentioned her name olga Kurienko. that's she's been in a lot of stuff is that good do you think it yeah, did a good job good enough, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think you did great you did how great. would you pronounce it i would have pronounced it the same exact way except less oh, questioning cory lenko she's been in a lot of stuff she's actually she was in black widow she actually played the Taskmaster, although you didn't really see her face that much. No. But she's very good. And uh, I like her. I wish she was given more to do in this movie, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, she's great. She she's finally... got a good, she, at least she has an arc. They give her a story. At least right. she has that. Yeah. And she does manage to kill him. Yeah. And, While uh, Bond is fighting Green. Right. Like, shrieking like a schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just swinging like crazy i guess that's like it's kind of funny but also kind of like disturbing at, at once because he's just like here i'm gonna hit you with this pipe and like each yeah, time bad. he hits him it like bends but he's like, here i gotta hit you with the, i got an axe he yeah. cuts his own foot with the axe yeah. it's just like yeah he's kind of just the, like a falls off like... the ledge and bond pulls him back up but when he hears the gunshot and he's like oh it looks like you lost another one bond so he's like okay i'm gonna rescue this douchebag for some reason because that's character growth and then he uh, runs in to save her and she's huddling in the corner having flashbacks to right because her house was burned fire. down yeah by this guy then he and sucks he almost... on her fingers in the shower no wait that's yes. <laughs> you know i guess you're supposed to believe that he was going to shoot her but I mean, really, there was no way, right? I mean, yeah, there's no way. Daniel he Craig subtlety yeah. is not his best when it comes to just work. just hit the the backspace button on that word processor. <laughs> it was no way. But he does shoot like a you know a thing. He shoots uh, like a propane tank or something. Yeah, that opens a hole and they jump. Bobby, which what? Bobby. Well, propane and uh, propane uh, accessories uh, yeah. is very nice. reference. I, yeah, I get it now. I just didn't hear it before. Which, okay, so yeah, they get out. Yeah. They don't, the place doesn't burn up more because that would create more problems, right? Yeah, it just stops. We did, go to, the, we did go to the backdraft exhibit at Universal, so we know a thing or two about fire. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was so, 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a cool moment. I mean, you did feel the 
the heat. Hey, whatever. It does. It, whatever. Once they jump out, then the place just, yeah, just like, oh, we're not going to burn anymore. We're just going to yeah. stop right here. Yeah. Uh, that's when the, the hydrogen fuel cells decide that they're going to stop burning. Yeah. And meanwhile, oh, yeah. Green is like hobbling out into the desert. And Bond is like, hold on. Just give me a minute. I have a question. And he gets in a car and just drives out. <laughs> I think he lets him walk for a while too, because he's like, seems like he's pretty, yeah, made the, it pretty far. <laughs> but it leaves Camille just with right that bad there, the burning yeah. desert. Whatever. I, I don't know. She didn't, never mind that horrific reliving of her childhood trauma. He's like, you'll be fine. And he's like, hang on. I got, got to go I care of something. See if there's any <laughs> of those beers left. <laughs> 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 There's big 40s. And so, like, we don't really, we don't get the conversation, though, either. That's, like, the yeah. weird thing. Yeah, he's like, I told you everything you wanted to know. But, you when? know, when they, did he do that? Like, <laughs> on the car ride. It's like, what? I answered all your questions. <laughs> I don't think they knew what they wanted to do with it at this point. So that's why they kept it vague. And they're like, we'll just answer that in a future film maybe oh, man it's just so weird like and then i he hands him a, a can of motor oil and says i bet it'd be about you know a couple miles for you start like drinking 20 that. miles 20 miles it's like yeah. consider i mean like that. first Thanks. of all i wouldn't drink it no matter how many miles i went <laughs> second of all i'm not walking 20 miles with this bad foot i'm never making it that far yeah I should just if there's a hotel in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, there's a hotel Maybe there's another hotel around here. Yeah. It's gonna have a holiday inn right over there. It's, yeah, and it even... doesn't even have explosive hydrogen fuel cells. <laughs> Which I would like to point out in this scene that Bond is driving a what is it? A four, I, I have it on I had it right here. Excuse me one second. He's driving a, it's like a hydrogen-powered Ford. Hydrogen-powered? Why didn't it blow up with all the other fucking shit? Ford Edge, powered by hydrogen. <laughs> right on the front of it, in huge letters, it says hydrogen. I'm like, well, if that's not advertising for your for your vehicle, having well, a whole I also, place blow maybe up. Maybe they were, like, trying to be, so they were, I mean, obviously that's part of it, but, like, it, like they were kind of really hitting it over the head with the environmentalism kind of shit. You know, my, yeah, I guess no, my point right. is right. the whole place was blowing up. That's bad advertising for your hydrogen vehicle. <laughs> right, right. But you don't drive it into tanks. Well, look, at if you back up into a hydrogen tank and the whole place blows up, what happens if there's a fender bender? <laughs> what are your whole Two truck? hydrogen cars. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. Bit of irony, because it can be pretty ironic. It would probably just turn into water if there was a lot of it was, there was one car full of oxygen. Just that on Robert Fields. If they had like yeah three like the two hydrogen cars and then the one oxygen car, uh, bam, you get water in the desert. Oh, and you could have put out the fire. Yeah, yeah, with all that water. Well, next time. Next time, yeah. <laughs> so they drive back. Next he time. just leaves Camille at this in this town or whatever like a train station or something. He's yeah, like, whatever. they're gonna need somebody to do stuff. To, to lead them or something. Right. She's and he, gonna... she knows secrets or something. Like... Yeah, it's it's movie ending, you know? It's, yeah. yeah it's... 
It's like, but then yes. they kiss for no real reason because they weren't really kissing before. So I don't know. But right. Whatever. But it's sort of I, like, well, he doesn't sleep with her. I guess he can give her a little, a little. It's okay. Sleep. One kiss is fine. You know. No, I like it. I'm glad. I would. Kiss. I'd I'm, kiss him. No, I'm fine I'd, with it. I kiss but... Daniel Craig in this situation. Kissing through Craig. <laughs> 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 but like, it's kind of. I do like. There's kind of like a, a, a thing like, well, like you know, see, revenge isn't really everything. You know, like it's not. Yeah. You know, just because you killed the guy that killed your family, it's not the end. You got to now you got to do something else. You know, you, you need to do something else. somebody else. The red. Oh, sure. Life. Why not? <laughs> it's probably a jerks out there. But uh, all, it's kind of the same for him. You know what I mean? Like he it's not. He's learning a lesson. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Finally. Because. <laughs> so, yeah, he does go back and he finds the guy that. Supposedly Vespa's lover. Oh, lover boy. And I was <laughs> noticing that, like, it's like in in Russia or something, right? Like, kind yeah. of, isn't it in Russia where like the opening of um Casino Royale? Isn't that guy in Russia there, then, or am I just confusing the two? Like, because it's like kind of black and white there. Well, to find that answer, listen to last week's episode, our Casino <laughs> Royale episode. <laughs> okay, I will, yeah. It probably will be. I don't know where it, it doesn't really matter, I guess, but yeah. yeah they, so they're, And he's with a Canadian A? A? Uh, Secret service a, lady. Agent? The Canadian agent? Agent. Yeah, nice. Uh, like a, you know, and he's like, she has the same necklace that Vesper had, that Bond is holding and he's like hey so he does this this is his thing well, yeah so, so and then he tells her you yeah, leave like, you, you know, better get out of here tell your people there's a mole because this guy is not he's bad he's yeah. using ladies like you they've got leaks so you know they're, yeah, he's a creep he's, pre- yeah. he's, he's pretending to be kidnapped or something if i understand correctly <laughs> so then so that you know he he pretends to be kidnapped and then has them right. he's for ransom and then you go do stuff and i guess that's what we're supposed to believe right because he works for quantum which yeah. i guess is is specter in retcon world but yeah retcon, he... retcon is who Spe- specter works for <laughs> a different organization an even higher organization yes but i mean i it is a little convoluted i mean to, but whatever so he doesn't I'll get to it in a minute. You know, it's, it's weird when he's like, he's like, if you're going to kill me, make it quick. And then it focuses in on Bond. And then it dissolves to a really quick shot of looking out like the windows with those wires built into it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't, yeah. it, but it's like blurry. So you don't see anything. It's a weird shot to cut to. And then they're outside with them. Right. And she says, no, he's not dead. And he's like, well, and she's kind of surprised. The whole M. Bond thing, as much as we said we like it in the last movie and then the, the future movies. Not as good as Casino movie. Royale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she's like, oh, cancel his credit cards. Well, also, but then she's like, I trust him. He's my agent. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Like, like, they really are just like, yeah. She's all I over the place. All, about all over the place. But I don't trust Friday him. Strike. But I trust him. <laughs> Exactly. She's like totally, and then she's like, "I need you back," and he's like, "I never left," which yeah, I like. I like that part. Remember but. how I was still doing like the whole mission? <laughs> what do you mean? I need. Yeah, I never I went anywhere. 
She's like, oh yeah, well that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Unprofessional. I yeah. wouldn't. Die. I don't have any regrets. It's unprofessional. I'm like, oh, no time to die. Forced dialogue by Daniel Craig here at this part. Yeah, and he throws the necklace down to be like, I'm done with Vesper. I captured the guy. Yeah, and then after the scene cuts, thing. he runs back and grabs it. <laughs> so wait, that's worth like twenty grand. <laughs> I mean, okay, so. This wraps up the Vesper storyline, but like, okay, so well, also, to... wait, she says Dominic Green was found with two bullets in him and oh, a yeah. stomach full of motor and oil. And some motor which... oil. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, did you, did you have anything to do with this? Like, huh? I wish I, I mean, could he help. Never... Yeah. He's like, I never, he didn't shoot he him. He didn't shoot him. No, I, it's probably the quantum guys, I guess. I, I, always, <laughs> I always feel like I'm not quite getting like some of these things. Right. Or it's the Bolivians. I, you don't know. Anybody right. Somebody him. shot him. Obviously, He's got a lot him. of enemies, that guy. But did he drink the motor oil or did they like pour the motor oil? No, down he his drank throat? it. He was oh, trying to kill himself. Why really? bother killing yourself? Why you do you? Yeah, like, I don't understand. He's like, hold on, guys. Let me. One last request. I think like that. I think that James Bond was like trying to torture him, like basically like saying, like, you're either going to kill yourself by drinking this or you're going to die of the fucking exhaustion and the heat. And that, but somebody finally caught up with him, and he had already drank the motor oil. Then why shoot? They shot him before he died from the motor. Well, they were like uh, probably drilled him for all his information, and then like had a brutal fucking. He's like, I can't talk. I can motor. Hang on a second. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, whatever. (laughs) It's it's very convoluted and and unnecessary. It's yeah, it's and kind of lame. Yeah, he Bond should have just shot him. Who fucking cares? It's Dominic Green. He's one of the lamest Bond villains of them all. He wanted to torture him as much as he could. No, I mean, I, all right, fine. But why torture him? He's not could because if he was behind, like behind the guy, behind the guy who he was behind the guy rescued. working for Retcon, working for Spectre, working for right. Gotham. Like and the guy with the dumb like... and dumber haircut. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like he killed Vesper. You know what I mean? Like, this is a guy, you know, like, it's, it's like swingers. Yeah, he killed guy somebody. behind the guy. Yeah. Right. But he was also trying to, he had a hit on, on James Bond. He was, like, trying to tell the CIA they need to kill him. Yeah, yeah but that, that never really material. I mean, that never really happened. Right? And except that was on they David did say. Harbor's side. So. David Harbor was demoted and, and Felix was promoted. So David Harbor's mm-hmm. out and Felix is, is now the whatever his title was. Hellboy out, Westworld in. Exactly. Yep. I am the watcher. Whatever. It's fine. It's just setting up like, oh, Felix and Bond are going to be buddies. But like they never really say what happens to David Harbor and who cares? He's just a creep. But I don't know. It, it's very weird. And uh, so, okay. But thing that I so Vesper. All right. Yes. I'm trying to figure get, out. This get, person, get to right? it. Vesper was seduced by this guy. Yep. And then, like, and then okay. they pretended that he was kidnapped. Right. He's like, so he's you have back. to go and. Get this information from Bond. Or else we will kill, we will kill your boyfriend. Well, I don't even know if, like, get this information from Bond. It was, like, get this money. Ah, see, I guess yeah. it was. I guess it I'm was sort of like I'm, I'm, right. sort of, I'm sort of like, I think that's it. They kind of fucked it up, right? Like, in yeah. this movie, like, I don't I I hate don't to say it. Well, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of the world. But, I mean, if you want to believe when this world character... Built, 
if you want to believe that Vesper was actually a good person, right? Because she did like sleep with Jade's bond, even though she supposedly loved this other guy who was actually a, not a good guy. He was a bad guy all along. Like it kind of makes Vesper look like an like an idiot. I don't know. I'm sorry. Like I don't know. And then it makes James Maybe. Bond look like an idiot. <laughs> right. I mean, because he was in love with someone that was stupid. Yeah, who was Makes just doing it for, he's the number for this one other guy who was, who was not a good guy. But did she really love him? According to Mathis, yes. Uh, see, you. you know what I mean? It's all very weird, and this is why I think when I came out of the theater that first day, I was like, oh, this movie is just, I don't, you know, I don't have anything. I don't hate it as much as I did that day, but. It is, yeah, it is a little unnecessarily complicated. Yeah. And I still don't know if I'm if I understand it correctly. <laughs> and that makes me feel stupid. You're well, just we should stupid. Roll... I'm as stupid as Vesper. Uh, we, we, I, we could talk Vesper all night. I think we should roll the final thoughts. All right. Well, I have one more thing to say about Go for this. It. Is it. that he says, I never left, and then finally he's James Bond after finally being James Bond in the last movie. And coming up in the next movie, spoiler, he's finally James Bond at the end of that movie. It really makes me annoyed that they keep doing that. And then you get your gun barrel. Right. And boom. You're right. This is that is the that is a this you're supposed to get character development, like But he keeps it's literally the same ending. I agree. agree. Better. More powerful. More powerful vampire. I guess he just keeps Becoming Bond again and again. That's and again. why they right. called that documentary Becoming Bond, because that's right. the ending of every movie. That's what you have to do. <laughs> all right, now I can move on to final thoughts. Who? Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I feel like there's a good movie in here somewhere, right? Like there's a very good movie in this, in here, if it was written well and edited better. You know what I mean? Like the ideas that they had weren't bad. Yes. But the execution wasn't great. I, I don't know. I don't even. Uh, I know I came out of it very disappointed the first time. I'm less disappointed now, but it's still not a. It's still got some flaws. It, it's but it's fun. All right. I'm focusing on the positives. It's a fun action movie. You're right, Clay. It doesn't have the great lines and the hashtag. It's not as cool as Casino Royale. But, I mean, very few movies are going to be as cool as Casino Royale, right? Yeah, that's an A-plus movie. Right. But, I mean, I don't even know. This is, like, B-minus, I guess, mm-hmm. I'd say. I'll go with that. I'll probably say B-minus. But there is a lot of potential in there. And I, I mean, it's not like they're going to remake it, but I'll go with B-minus. And that's, you know, I, that's about as – I could go a little lower, but I'm not going to because I'm trying to be good. Nice. <laughs> so there you go. Wow. Very good. I'll I'll go I'll go next. Okay. Um I I think that I my recollection and when I did my James Bond ranking, I think I put this kind of somewhere into like that I really didn't like um Spectre. So I like but I said that this was like a pretty good movie. Watching this again and watching some other criticisms, I, I'm like weirdly going to say that I like don't like it as much as I thought I was going to like it when I came to watch it for the podcast, even though I've like 
pretty said it's a pretty good movie like in the past i, I remember liking it when it came out and i hear i hear see some of the things that people are talking about on like the youtube channels and i like kind of agree with them but no nothing i really like noticed before but yeah like it's kind of like a weak sauce story and uh i kind of agree with thurston like it's a good movie in here um somehow it's like not a it's not a terrible movie. It's like fun. The girl is hot, you know, like it's James Bond, <laughs> there's action, you know? So it's like, I thought it was going to be like, Oh, it's actually like a really, really good movie. I thought that's what I was going to say after watching this, but now I'm kind of saying I'll give it a B minus too. All right. Yeah. Well, then so say we all. Wow. I also give this a B minus. Well, that's just two times in a row. We've all given it the same. The I know. We're really wow, boring. Wow, wow. Aren't we? I feel that uh, I also feel that there's a good movie in here. This movie is fine. Um, it's 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 just lacking. It's it's it really needed another go round in the scripting right. department. Um, I had more stuff to say when Clay was saying stuff, and now I've just lost it all. I actually had points to make, but uh, well, part of it is that like Mrs. Elder and I have watched all the james bond films in the last couple of months and then like we watching them again for for this so i've watched quantum of solace like twice in two months and like the first time i rewatched it with her i liked it more than this time around because when they were getting to the the hotel part i was like good i'm glad this movie is short i know it just goes (laughs) quick from here and it wasn't because i think it's a bad movie i was just lost interest in it at that yeah. point you know, where casino kept me like vested kept kept in, it going in yeah. it yeah kept and even though there was yeah i was gonna say that but i wasn't sure if that would play or not <laughs> oh god i got to do it thank Did you, you say vespered interest yes okay, yeah that was gonna be it. like clay right. said it. i was about to say it and i was like i don't know if that if that pun works or not but oh shit i had a pun that i didn't get to say i forgot i was oh, gonna say, well, okay. say, it. say it all right because i have the weird dummy story i still have to tell i'm gonna say it. they had a, a fight at the opera <laughs> come on come on fight that's good i love it i love it Ding! um so, uh, so, yeah, the I, the movie just kind of loses me for the lack of being interesting at certain points. Um, and now I'd like to share my weird dummy Here's story. Weird dummy. <laughs> where it's a, it's a running gag of people we dated that were weird dummies. Um, when I was, when Gold and I came, I've had like three Bond fanatic times where I've been really into it. Once when, in 85, when You Do a Kill came out. And then in 95, when Gold and I came out. And currently i'm going through it again um but in 95 i was dating a weird dummy and so she was like you know she was hip to my whole like james bond fanaticism but she wasn't really hip to james bond and at one point we we're having a conversation about it and she's like i didn't really understand what the james bond movies you know like it was something about how the original who the original i i cut her off before she finished she's like why don't they just get and I was like, what, Roger Moore? Is that who you thought was the original James Bond? Because that's what I thought as a kid. I didn't know there was a guy before. And she's like, no, I thought James Bond was a real guy. <laughs> wow. 
and wow, that's why, really? and that's why that's why we're not dating anymore because i was like this like moment. in like a like i don't even like mr t or something like i can't yeah, even does, imagine does. like what would you yeah, like she thought like james bond was a wow. guy playing james bond in a movie you know yeah right essentially like mr like he t. was a man or sergeant yeah. slaughter you know where it was like a guy playing a character yeah. but he was really playing himself but he's playing a character of himself Jeez. right no like so she's like why don't you just get james bond to play james yes. bond yeah Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, good story. Yeah, it's better than the Solace story. I mean, not as good as <laughs> Casino, not as cool as Casino Royale. <laughs> not as if bad. If Frank sat down and wrote that story, like, and his WordPress. So, so if James Bond just played a guy, didn't we have a car? Uh, I shouldn't say a customer whose name was James Bond or something like that. Where did yeah, I? We had a customer named John F. Kennedy. And we did have a custom named John F. Kennedy. Bill Murray. Um, I don't know if we had one named James Bond. We had Bond. a Jim Morrison. We had a Jim Morrison. <laughs> I don't think we had a James Bond. Where did I? I don't remember. I, I know there's there's obviously someone in the world named James Bond. So maybe they should have just gotten him. And your yeah. weird dummy girlfriend would have. Weird dummy. <laughs> well, I guess get that guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I guess if you're not educated, right? I mean, I feel like. Maybe there was a generation gap, right? Or so, like when I, when we were kids, and I remember View to a Kill, right, in 1985. Yeah. yeah, remember that? Like that's and someone, you probably were the person, but I remember I saw it with my aunt. But somebody educated me. Said, oh, so James Bond, this is a thing, and there's these movies, and this guy, he's, he's the guy that plays yeah. uh, James Bond. James Bond plays a guy named James Bond. <laughs> like nah. Oh, you said there's a guy named Roger Moore. The act, I, somehow I figured it out. This is Roger an actor. Moore. The His actor. name is Roger Moore, and he plays James Bond. And then a couple years later, there was a guy named Timothy Dalton, and he played James Bond. And that was how it worked. But wow, that's like saying, why don't they just get Batman to play Batman? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> I don't understand why they keep recasting Batman. Why don't they just get Batman to play? Do it. All right. Do it, Clay, for Jay. All right. Let's wrap it up. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we all gave this one a B minus. Listen to all our podcasts on Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, leaguepodcast.com. Yeah. Right? The league will return. League will return. <laughs> we will and return. Then, and then, you know, after you say that, you have to play the little ring guitar. <laughs> all right. You know, and then you show. Then we can show the barrel of the gun at the yeah, end. Right, we'll do it at the end, just like this movie. And right. now we're the, actually the league podcast <laughs> again. And we will return. Bye.